The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 30th edition. Got a 14-game slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody had a good Monday and enjoyed that six-game slate. Offense galore except for the Dodgers. So if you're in the chats and you, and you were with us fading Coors, it partially worked out for you. The Rockies were there. Not even a big way. It was mainly David Dahl and McMahon for the most part. But the, the Rockies were there. The Dodgers knew. So that was a big uh, big plus for us there. The Padres just went banana lands. That was a topic in the chats as well once David Hess was announced. Because, as you know, we love targeting David Hess. Hopefully he's around for a little bit longer, but we shall see. On tonight's slate, we got, what's well, a shocker, more offense. Right now we still have three games of the 14 without totals. And currently we have five that are 10 or above. Dodgers-Rockies will make it six for sure. Jays-Royals, I don't know if it'll get to 10, but it'll be close. So we got more and more offense to go. Um, you know, wind's blowing out to left field in Philadelphia at 10 miles an hour. That totals 10 in that game between the Giants and the Phillies. Uh, Mets-White Sox blowing across the field at 12 miles an hour. Not sure it helps out at that much. And then uh, good old... Dodgers, Rockies, Coors Field. It's going to be in the mid-90s to low-90s, which is pretty good. And the wind's blowing out to right at 13 miles an hour. So that total, I'm guessing, is going to be like 13, 14. It's Kyle Freeland versus Tony Gonsolin making the spot start for the Dodgers. It's it's going to be bad. It's going to be hard to fade it, and it's going to be very, very bad. So, But the, the good reason, the, what, the reason you can fade it is of all the other double-digit games. We've got D-backs, Yankees, 11 and a half. Braves, Nats, 10. Giants, Phillies, 10. Astros, Indians, 8.5. Twins, Marlins, 8. Pirates, Reds, 9.5. Rays, Red Sox, 9. Mariners, Rangers, 11. Mets, White Sox, 9. Cubs, Cardinals, 9. Waiting on Jays, Royals. Waiting on Dodgers, Rockies. Tigers, A's, 10. Waiting on Brewers and the A's. So I mentioned all the 10 plus. You still have 1, 2, 3, 4, Four more that are nine or more. So there's just you know offense galore. So at least 10 of the 14 are nine or above. So you're going to have your choice of the litter, your pick of the litter, as they say. So let's get out of the pitching on this 14-game slate. You have four guys over $10,000. You got Justin Verlander, 11-4 at Cleveland. 
Obviously, Verlander is always a really solid look, especially in cash games with his 33% K rate. Because of a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact. Cleveland's only striking out about 20% of the time. Something to keep an eye on there. Team total above four for the Indians. Lefty's hitting 244, righty's 283 off Verlander. The Indians have a 330 Woba and a 191 ISO. Very good versus righties. We know Verlander's good for a home run or two every start. So on tonight's slate, I will not be going Verlander. If you want to in cash or you want to go crazy in the GPP, I'm going to mention him because I don't think it's a horrible play, but I won't be going Verlander. I'd rather in that same game save 800 bucks and take a gamble with Shane Bieber, who's been electric. He's faced Houston once this year, six innings, three hits, three earned, nine Ks for 21.3. Um, he's actually been better on the road than at home, but of late, 47 and a half, 12, 21 and a half, 31, 42, you know, 15, 23, 38. He's been very, very good. Good GPP upside at 10 6 because no one likes to target the Houston Astros, a team that strikes out about 18% of the time versus right handed pitching. But you got the Beebs with a 31% K rate, 44% ground ball rate, which is outstanding. Houston's getting healthy. Houston's bats are waking up. But Beebs brings something interesting into play tonight. Houston, a 4.4 team total. Lefty's 329, righty's 281 versus Bieber. And just like Cleveland, a 347 Woba, 210i. So they're very, very good. They're better than Cleveland versus right-handed pitching. So it's really weird. It's two really good offensive teams. It's like a playoff matchup with two aces on the mound with Verlander and Bieber. I think playing a guy like Bieber at 10-8 or 10-6 makes for a very, very interesting GPP play. And I like that quite a bit if you want to get weird. Uh, Noah Syndergaard at 10-3 at home or at the Chicago White Sox. First time we'll be facing them this year. You know, trade talks galore with Noah Syndergaard. Who knows what's going on? His Twitter feed's been electric this whole time. Um, he's got 18 or more points in three straight. 18, 25, 6, 30. His last two home starts, 25, 6, and 30 at the Giants, at the Marlins. Now you get the Chicago White Sox team that you know you can take advantage of. They strike out over 26% of the time. Versus right-handed pitching, Thor 24% K rate, 48% ground ball rate. Just get that uh, third strike. That's been his biggest bugaboo. He should have even more strikeouts than he has right now. you got a White Sox team with a 4.17 team total just above the Indians. Lefty's 287, righty's 276. When you look at the White Sox, unlike the Indians, a 312 Woban, a 163 ISO versus righties. Syndergaard is in a great spot. Syndergaard should be super popular tonight if people are paying up. They might not pay up because they want to get the bats. But Syndergaard at 10-3 is an outstanding play up here and someone that should be targeted early and often. Going with the 9K and above the group and with the 10s, you got you Darvish. I'll pass tonight. But Jake Odorizzi at 94 I think is a great way to start. If you don't want to go into the 10K range, give me some Odorizzi. He's been better. Well, 3-8-1 home, 3-8-9 road ERA. He's just got more drafting points at home than on the road. A um, little, little sketchy of late for Odorizzi. The last you know month or so has not been great because prior to that, he was lights out good. And hopefully going into Miami can help with that situation. Uh, when you're looking at Odorizzi, why can't I read right now? Oh, there is. Miami strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Odorizzi over 25.5% K rate, but only a 33% ground ball rate. Something to keep in mind there. But Miami, second lowest total, or the lowest total actually on the slate at 3.7. Lefty's 286, righty's 340. Some, some reverse splits there with Odorizzi. But the Marlins, a 289 Woba and a 127 ISO versus uh, right-handed pitching. So Odorizzi, very, very good play at 9400 bucks today. Really, really good look in that one. Last but not least, 9K and above. David Price at 9K at home against Tampa Bay. Price has faced Tampa three, four times this year. In 23 innings pitch, he struck out 35 Rays 
He's averaging 23 DK points per performance against the Rays. He has a 2.89 home ERA on the year compared to 4.13 at home. He has been outstanding. His last start was in Tampa, six innings, four hits, three earned, eight Ks for 20 points. He's got 20, he got beat up in Baltimore, but then 18 and a half, 22, 23, 27. He's been very, very good of late. $9,000 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, team strikes out 22% of the time versus left handed pitching. Price 28%, K rate 43%, ground ball rate. Lots to like there. Tampa team with a 4.25 team total. Lefties 269, righties 288 first price. And the Rays as a team of 305 Woba, 167 ISO versus left handed pitching. Nothing great there. So I think price is a phenomenal play at $9,000. Basically, uh, what I'm looking at right now is Thor, Price, Odorizzi in my top three down here. Thor could be super chalky, so be careful. But Thor, Price, Odorizzi would be my top three. And then you sprinkle in Bieber and Verlander wherever you see fit. But uh, definitely options you can go to up top without breaking the bank with Verlander all the way up top. Now, when you drop down below the 9K, it gets dicey. You got Griffin Canning, 7900 bucks at home against the Detroit Tigers. Canning's been you know, sketchy of late. Got beat up by Baltimore. Pitched okay at Seattle. Beat up by Houston. Beat up by Texas. But then prior to that, really, really good. So does he find it or is he still getting beat up? That's the million-dollar question right now. It's a phenomenal matchup versus the Tigers. The Tigers team we saw bust out on Monday night. Suarez pitched well. He got quite a few uh, quite a few strikeouts. Just couldn't get through five innings. And then the bullpen got hit around even more. When you look at Candy, because he's facing a, 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 or a Tigers team that strikes out over 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching, he's a minus 260 home favorite, which is outstanding, highest on the slate. And he's got a 25% K rate of his own and a 37.5% ground ball rate. Numbers all check out. He's given him a lot of hard contact of late, getting him in a lot of trouble. But Canyon's the second lowest team total on the slate with the Tigers at 3.7. Lefty's 298, righty's 297 versus Canyon. Not bad. And the Tigers are 285 Woba and a 148 ISO. So Canyon's in a great spot. It's just a matter of does he have his good stuff or is he back to pitching batting practice like he's been of late? That's something to monitor throughout the day and see how that's going because. Um, he was supposed to pitch last into last week. He got canceled because of that super late extra inning game. He had to come in and got shellacked for two innings of work. After Griffin Canning, we got our boy, Ronaldo Lopez, 77 hundo. Talked about him on Bench with Bubba last week with uh, Batflip Crazy on episode 191 about the increased velocity since the All-Star break. And since the All-Star break, 24-5, 27-6, 30.4. Seven or more strikeouts in every game. He's got at least six innings in every game. He's only given up one home run over those three games, which is outstanding for Ronaldo Lopez. Price tag's up to 77. We've been paying a lot cheaper for Ronaldo this season, but it's a great, great spot for Mr. Lopez in this matchup against uh, the New York Mets, a team that strikes out 21.5% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Lopez's K rate's up to 215 uh, still with a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact overall in the season. But like I said, the last three starts have been beautiful. Uh, when you look at the New York Mets, they have a 4.18 total. Lefties are hitting 367, righties 331, but still, that's that's different of late. I'm going to put it very nicely. Ronaldo's been great. Could he have a hiccup? No doubt about it. At 7700 bucks though, 25-point-plus upside is outstanding. Lastly, in this 7K range, you got Tyler Beatty at 71. At Philadelphia, super good hitting environment tonight, so be careful there. Beatty's been much better at home than on the road. He's got 12.2, 25, 22, 2, 23, 4 
in his last four starts. He's been much, much better of late. Just be careful. The hitting environment is going to be great in Philly tonight. Not sure you have to go there, but if you're looking for a, like a punty-type play, I wanted to at least mention Tyler Beatty. As Philadelphia does strike out over 23% of the time versus righties, BD 21.5%, K rate 43%, ground ball rate. And the Phillies, they have a 5-2 total, which is great. Lefties 349, righties 326. So it's going to be an interesting matchup with BD. Can we see him shut him down? Sure. Can we see him get ugly? Sure. It's a GPP play for nothing better than that. But it's a punt, and that's what you get with punts. So in the 7K range, i got Ronaldo Lopez 1, Canning 2, Tyler BD 3. Last but not least, Drew Smiley, 6K at home against the Giants. Again, a good hitting environment, as we mentioned. But his first start with the Phillies in Pittsburgh, six innings, four hits, one and eight Ks for 24 points. And if you read The Athletic, they came out with a piece. He was talking about he worked on a couple new pitches. He, he changed his picks, pitch mix up. There was a lot of really interesting things about Drew Smiley because he looked like a whole different pitcher out there. Now, could that just be a one-game fluke? Possibly. For my TGFBI team, I hope not. But he's facing a Giants team that strikes out 22% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Smiley's with a lot of loud, loud contact in Texas. We know this, so be very careful. But it's an intriguing play with the Giants team with a 4.8 team total, a team that has a 296 Woba and a 154 ISO versus left-handed pitching. He's $6,000. He's a punt in a very interesting spot tonight. And then last but not least, because the punts stink, we went Beatty, we went Smiley, and then at 5,100, you got Joe Musgrove. Musgrove's just been all over the board. He's averaging eight points on the road. He's, he's faced Cincinnati three times this year. He started once. He's averaging 13 points in appearance. He's got a .5 his last start. He had a 30.5, an 11, a 14, a 14, a 22. So prior to the last one, big blow up. He at least had double digits in every start. And that's what I'm looking at for 5,100. He's got big time upside. We saw the 30 and a half pointer. I'm looking for 15 plus. If you give me 15 plus, I'll be over the moon with Joe Musgrove facing a Cincy team that strikes out over 23% of the time versus right handed uh, pitchers. The Reds' bats are very, very hot. That's something to keep in mind. Uh, Musgrove's only got a 20.5% K rate, 44% ground ball rate, which is very nice in Great American Small Park. Uh, Cincinnati's got a to- team total just below five. Lefties 315, righties 318 versus Musgrove. And they have a 314 Woba and a 189 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So by no means is Musgrove a phenomenal play because Great American Small Park sucks. But at 5,100, he's got the upside to bring home the bacon for you tonight. Recapping the pitching down below, Smiley, Musgrove, 1-2. Overall, up top, 9K and above, Thor, Price, Odorizzi is my top three. Sprinkle in some Bieber and Verlander if you so choose. In the middle, Ronaldo Lopez, Canning, Beatty. Down below, Smiley, Musgrove. So it really depends on your risk tolerance is how I'd say this one. Because if you really want the bats, you're going to have to take some gambles. And Ronaldo Lopez will probably be your high price guy or you go all the way down. You can go Smiley, Musgrove, roll those dice, you can get all the bats in the world. It just depends. Do you want to go there? Are you okay with the potential disaster? Um, on the bright side, Musgrove, I told you he had 0.5. He's basically the price of uh, half the Coors players. So if he gets you a zero, well, we've seen hitters get zeros. You can try to look at it that way. It's just tough when you know a pitcher's got such a high ceiling compared to hitters uh, since they get the ball every time. It's like a, a quarterback in the NFL. So tricky stuff there, stuff to ask questions about and monitor in the chats throughout the day. Speaking of those chats, join the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat free. Come join us. 
Lots of cool stuff going on over there. Come to this quantedge.com where you get all the great tools, lineup optimizers, articles. Football season's rocking and rolling. The preseason chat is on fire for this first uh, preseason game coming up. If you want to join the NFL season packs for one forty nine ninety nine, you'll 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 earn it back and in, in, in more. It's well well worth it. And if you order now and you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of the MLB season for free. So go to thequantedge.com, promo code Bubba, get you what you need over there for the NFL pass. Lastly, if you can a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It would help the podcast out quite a bit. All right, to the bats on this 14-game slate catcher's position. Mitch Garver's been on fire. 5100 is a little pricey, but you can go there. I like Will Smith uh, with the Dodgers at 45 against Freeland. Smith, another double last night. He's played three games since getting called up, 7-5 and 34. He's got a lot of pop in that bat against Kyle Freeland. If you're going to pay up, that's probably where I'd be going tonight. Omar Narvaez in Texas, hitter-friendly Texas against Dorado is very intriguing as well. Uh, you got a Seattle team with a 5.3 team total. Lefty's 338, righty's 361 versus Dorado. We know how that ball flies out of Texas as well. So Narvaez at 44, good pivot off of Will Smith if you still feel like paying up top. JT Muto's getting it going. It's not like all like consistently going, but of late 20, 19, 0, 14 over his last three. That's lost the like. Three homers and um, three of his last – he's homered in three of his last four games. Gets Tyler Beatty, who we mentioned has been much worse on the road than at home. Great hitting environment tonight. Real Muto will be overlooked on this slate. So at 4,200 could be a very, very nice catcher to pivot to if you're paying up. Others to look at possibly Osmani Grandal, but I look at Brian McCann at 38 versus Eric Fede. Fede, a lot of pitch to contact, a lot of good stuff for lefties. Lefties hitting 366, righties 350 off Fede. Atlanta team total just below five. Brian McCann, good $3,800 price tag for you there. Buster Posey versus Drew Smiley at 37. You could go there if you choose. I'd probably just go to, to McCann at 38, but uh, Posey's there as well. Farther down you go at this in the 3K range. You could look at Matt Wieters. I'd probably avoid that. But if you're fading Ronaldo Lopez, Wilson Ramos at 34 has that power upside in a GPP. I don't hate that at all. If you're fading him, you could go there. Um, other than that, you're going J- Tucker Barnhart versus Musgrove at 3K. Very much a play. I told you I liked him again yesterday. He got you seven more points, seven, 17, six. He's always a – always might not be the best word. He's usually a really good cash game play, sometimes some GPP upside. Uh, Tucker Barnhart at 31. Don't hate that at all. And then you just go punting. You go below 3K. You check lineups. Um, you know, Elias Diaz versus Tanner Rourke, possibly. Jan Gomes versus Tehran. Gomes got his double digits last night. He's been very good. Danny Jansen versus Montgomery at 27 is an option. So there's some punts down there. But uh, some decent options in the three and low fours. Rio Muto at 42 could be sneaky nice. First base, you got uh, Muncie at 54. It's lefties just fine. And Coors. Don't hate that one, but the Yankees are in a absolutely smash spot versus Taylor Clark. A total of 6.7 for the Yankees right now. Lefties 405, righties 349 versus Clark. They should, on paper, take this kid and, and just destroy him tonight. This, this should be like, just snap the fingers and everything disappears from Thanos. This is what should happen in the Bronx tonight. Edwin Encarnacion, a 53, very, very solid play. Freeman versus Fetty, good cash game play. If you want the GPP upside, pay 100 more for Edwin, though. That's where I'd go in the in the combination there. You got Jock, you got Murphy and Coors if you need to, but I, I think Edwin's in a great spot, so is Freeman, to make things different if you're paying all the way up. 
or you slide on down. You got guys like Pete Alonso in a GPP. Maybe Ronaldo reverts back to Ronaldo of old, and it gets very, very interesting. Uh, you got Yuli Gurriel, probably not going there, but Reese Hoskins versus Beattie at 45 GPP. Anthony Rizzo versus Wayno at 45 in a GPP. The Cubs have a 4.16 total lefties, 355, righties, 299 versus Wainwright. So something to think about there with Rizzo at 4,500. Couple others. Jay has been getting beat up this season. You got Christian Walker in the Bronx at 4,300. Walker's been quiet of late. 360809. He uh, about nine games ago he homered for a 20 point game in the Bronx. You can definitely hit um, Jay Happ. The D backs have a 4.9 team total. Lefties 296. Righties 332. If you want to get weird on a 14 game slate, usually you don't have to get super weird, but if you want to get weird, a guy like um, Walker at 43 could be your answer there. Uh, Mark Connor at 43, GPP only, same with Matt Olson. Uh, I'd, I'd probably just go to Walker and roll the dice there and see what happens. Um, farther down you look, though, like Justin Smoke maybe at 41. I, don't, I, I like him more when he's a, a cheaper 3K value in his matchup in that situation. Um this is not pretty. You kind of want to pay up, or you got like Joey Votto at 39. You can take a peek at uh, Jose Abreu at 38 and GPP versus uh, center guard. Center guard's been getting hit around. So if you want to get weird, I can definitely see that one as an option with Abreu at 38. He's got that upside you're looking for in his matchup. Other than that, Eric Thames is 3,600 versus Bassett. They'll have a DH in that game, so he should get some use. Matt Thice of the Angels at 34. He's first base, third base eligible. He got you eight more points last night, 8, 37, 16 in his last four. Got some pop in that bat, so he's super cheap if you want to punt at 3,400. Second base, you can go back to Muncie if you choose. Danny Santana's day-to-day. If he's in a lineup for his leak at 53, that's a great play. Switch it, you can tell Martavers Hap can be sneaky at 5K. You can tell went deep yesterday off a of lefty. Uh, people prefer to use him against righties. He's just fine versus lefty, so keep that in mind. Keston here at 48. Uh, against Bassett, it, it just sucks because Oakland's such a pitcher-friendly ballpark. But it's a good spot there. Lefty's 323, righty's 285 versus Bassett. And, and uh, Keston here has just been hitting everything. So I kind of take that with a grain of salt. Dropping down farther, like Whit Merrifield went all the way down to 4,300 versus Reed Foley tonight. Uh, that's an interesting price tag for him. Lefty's 281, righty's 368 versus Sean Reed Foley. So Whit Merrifield getting a discount, but at that same price point, Ozzie Albies has been hitting second a lot. Gets Eric Fede tonight. This is a great play for Albies. Put up a zero yesterday, but then 10, 20, 11, 0, 10. Prior to that, at 4,300 bucks, Ozzie Albies is a very solid play, especially batting second in that lineup. Good GPP play would be Rugnit Odor at 4,100. Over 10 points his last 10. The power starting to come around. GPP only still because he could put up 0 for 4 with 4Ks as fast as anybody but an interesting spot there. So you have some, some low 4K guys you can definitely pick on. If you want to get super weird, Donovan Solano is averaging 8 points in his last 10, 16, 0, 7, 8 in his last 4. He's 4K, usually hits towards the top of the order against left-handed pitching. If he's not, he's not worth it. But keep an eye on Donovan Solano at 4K versus Drew Smiley if you want to get really, really weird. Because at the same price point, or 100 bucks more, you got Odor. Same price point, you got Mike Moustakis. Uh, so those are much bigger power plays. But Solano in a hitter-friendly ballpark with the wind blowing out against Drew Smiley, very contrarian GPP play, super contrarian. 
You got Kevin Biggio at 39 is not bad. It's lefty-lefty, but then you got the Royals bullpen. So that could be a low-owned play with Biggio. If he's leading off, we'd like him. Otherwise, not so much. And then if you're looking for punts, you got like Cesar Hernandez versus Beattie at 36. He's in play. Brian Dozier at 36 was a letdown last night. But he's worth the look. Robel Garcia, if he's hitting towards the top of the Cubs lineup at 35. So there's a couple of punt options down here if you so choose. And, of course, you got Kipnis at 33. Scooter Jeanette at 33 for your mega punts. If Garrett Hampson cracks the lineup, he's 33 in Coors. Third base, you got Justin Turner against Freeland at 54. That's a great play. That's a really good play. You got Rafael Devers at 53 versus Morton. I respect the hell out of Morton. Devers is a beast. If anybody can do it, it's Devers. It, it's up to you, but I think I'd, I'd rather get up to Turner if I'm paying all the way up. Or to save some cash, go down to like a, an Eduardo Escobar at 49 and Anthony Rendonu at a grand slam yesterday at 48. Those are a couple options if you want to save some cash. No problem doing that. Josh Donaldson, if you're stacking the Braves, at 46 for Spedes in play. Uh, Johan Moncada in a GPP trying to hit one out off Syndergaard. Same with Jose Ramirez versus Furlander. But Hunter Dozier at 43 versus Sean Reed Foley, I think is a very, very intriguing GPP play. Uh, good price tag, good upside versus Foley, who righties written very, very well. We know Dozier's numbers this year versus right-handed uh, pitching. He does very, very well versus righties. You have Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s heating up, averaging over 11 points in his last 10, 5, 21, 25, 2, 2, 10, slowly getting it going at $4,100 uh, versus Montgomery, the lefty Montgomery of the Kansas City Royals. So keep um, keep Vladito in mind at 4100 Matt Chapman, only 41 versus Adrian Hauser is another good look for you as well. Moustakas down to 4K. Is uber cheap. Uh, he's averaging seven points over his last ten. He's been quiet two zero two zero seven, and then ten twenty nine ten twelve. So we know what Mustakas can do. Four K is a heck of a value versus Chris Bassett and company, but it's Oakland, and that just it takes away so much value down there. Josh Van Meter at only thirty eight versus Musgrove is a great play. Third base outfield eligible. We know lefties versus Musgrove is a great thing. Um, very hitter friendly ballpark. He's, he's hitting in the fifth in the order at 38. Don't hate Van Meter at all, third base or outfield. Super value. In his play, Call Moran hit a grand slam last night, so I always mention him as a GPP play. He's 37 versus Tanner Rourke. Um, when you look at Pittsburgh, they have a, a 4.5 team total. Lefties are at 396 on the year versus Tanner Rourke. So you can definitely look at a Call Moran at 37. Don't hate that at all. Brian Anderson's always interesting. In his matchup, Chesler Cuthbert's only 3500 That's stupid cheap. Marvin Gonzalez is only 34 If you're And Matt Theis at 34 So there's definitely some punts down below. Heading over to the shortstop position. You got Trevor Story in Coors versus lefty. I like Hurley Urias quite a bit. But $5,300 for, for Story is pretty, pretty nice. You got Corey Seager in Coors. Didi Gregorius only 5K, I think, is sneaky nice versus Taylor Clark. Clark is bad, and I think Gregorius at 5K is very nice. The, the Yankees will be that pivot off of Coors tonight for the high-priced players. Going down farther, though, you got like Trey Turner versus Taylor. Marcus Simeon's been heating up. He's up to 4700 Tough to pay that price point tonight with Trey Turner at 47 as well. Or even Glaber Torres at 46 versus Clark. You kind of want to go to one of those two spots if you can. Or you attack Zach Gallon, which has not worked well for many people this year. But you got Jorge Polanco, 4,400, coming off a 21-point performance his last time out. So you got the upside there at 44. 
Uh, you go down farther, you got like Tim Beckham at 41 in Coors versus Gerardo. He's in play for you. Nick Ahmed only 39 versus uh, J.A. Happ. Ahmed hits lefties very, very well. So that's a good piece of savings for you. Nick Nico Goodrum at 39 versus uh, Griffin Canning. Another good piece of savings. Bo Bichette made his debut last night, went one for four with a single. He's uh, 3,700, not running to play him, but the upside's always there with that kid. I just want to see him get his feet wet before I jump in there. Miguel Rojas used him as a punt last night. He's 3,400. He went deep last night for 20 points. He's got 20, 19, 17 in his last three. He's homered in three straight games. It's always dicey with Miguel Rojas, but he's a leadoff hitter. One reason he's got reverse splits. Rojas at 34. If you're looking to punt, he could do much worse. So I don't hate that at all. Heading to the outfield, you're going to have so many people. You have Belly and Coors, Blackman's day-to-day. But Trout versus Verhagen at 57. Just be careful. He got hit in the hand last night. Make sure things are all good there. Uh, Christian Yellick versus Bassett's not bad, but I'd, I'd try to get up to Trout if he's healthy. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. at only 55 is a very, very good play as well. as Acuna might be one of the hottest players in baseball. Average over 14 in his last 10. 0 8, and then 25, 23, 3, 11, 23, 20, 24, 10. He's been crazy. Power, speed, combo with Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, you got Starling Marte went deep again yesterday at 52. I like that quite a bit as a contrarian angle. Um, Mitch and Cattell Marte. You got Jordan Alvarez against Bieber. Very contrarian there. But Aaron Hicks at only 49 is a great play. That's very, very cheap for his upside. Hitting in the middle of that Yankees order. I like that a lot. Um, you got Aaron Judge only 48. Max Kepler at 48 again. Zach Callen's been very, very good. So that's tough with the Twins. I love the Twins bats. 4.3 team total. Lefties 257. Righty's 320 so far off Gallon. It's just the Twins' bats are so, so good. Gallon's been sneaky good too. So that's going to be an interesting game to see how that one plays out tonight. Uh, depends on where you want to plant your flag. On a 14-game slate, not sure you need to plant your flag there. But at the same time, when you, t- you talk game theory, a team that is offensively talented as the Minnesota Twins at such low ownership, but it's in a super pitcher-friendly ballpark. Gives a good pitcher. You pick your poison. It's not the greatest spot to... To target them, but leverage-wise, it's very intriguing. I hope that made sense for somebody out there. Shohei Otani versus Verhagen at 48 uh, is an okay play if you're stacking the Angels. Farther down you go, you got guys like Mike Yastrzemski in Philadelphia versus Smiley at 47. It's lefty-lefty, but in that matchup, I'm not super mad if you're stacking the Giants. Only if you're stacking the Giants. Bryce Harper's up to 46 versus Beattie. Harper's average number 10 his last 10, 20 points as he went deep uh, on Sunday but uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on at 46 versus BD. You could definitely get some value out of him at that price point. A few others. You got Domingo Santana versus Gerardo in Texas. That could be stinky nice in there. Um, AJ Pollock versus Freeland at 45 is a really good play. That's a really good price tag for some Coolers love. Uh, Ramon Laureano at 45 is in play for you as well versus Adrian Hauser. Malik Smith, if you're stacking Seattle at 45, don't hate that at all. Scott Kingery, especially if you're stacking Philadelphia at 44 is nice. But Mike Talkman at 43, ride the hot streak while you can. He's averaging 11.6 his last 10. Uh, 0, 15, 3, 19, 16, 15, 18, 4, 20. He's been great. Really, really good. Only 4,300 bucks for Clark. Nice, cheap piece of the Bronx for you there. Brian Reynolds, if you're stacking Pittsburgh, he went deep yesterday. Good spot versus Rourke, as we mentioned. Lefties versus Tanner Rourke. You can definitely take advantage of that. Eddie Rosario's down to 43. Versus Zach Gallon. If you are going to take that plunge, that's a very, very cheap price tag. He's been slumping. Upside's always there with Eddie. Uh, but I'd rather at that same price point, give me all the Juan Soto at 43. That price tag makes no sense. 
averaging 7.5 over his last 10. He's got 14 and 16 in his last two. He's just too talented for that price point. 4300 bucks. That's uh, that's really nice. Especially against Julio Tehran, a guy that you know. Uh, lefties hit 329, righties 319. Washington's got a team total above five. Soto at 43 is very, very nice at that price point. Um, if you are fading Ronaldo Lopez, Michael Conforto at only 42 is outstanding as well because you look for home runs by Ronaldo. Uh, Conforto's averaged eight over his last 10, 18 and 16 over his last two. He's got 12 or more in um, three of his last six. So Conforto at 42 is very, very nice as well. Willie Calhoun at only 42 versus Mike Leak. Nomar Mazzara, both solid plays down here. So, again, if you don't want to pay up, there's options. People are going to – I think people might sleep on Texas tonight. Always hitter-friendly. Big total, as always. You got the teams like Seattle's got a 5.3 team total against Dorado. Texas has a 5.7 team total versus Mike Leak. Texas third highest on the slate before Coors. Probably fifth highest when it's all said and done. But still, that's also 28 teams tonight. So that's pretty darn good. Uh, bottom 4K, you got Schwarber at 41. He's worth a gamble. Adam Jones against Jay Happ at 4K is very, very nice as well. Don't hate that. Jesse Winker at 4K for some savings versus Musgrove. Teoscar Hernandez went deep again yesterday, swinging an extremely hot bat. He's averaging over 10 points in his last 10. 18, 14, 28 in his last three. Gets Montgomery and company tonight. It's a good value there with Teoscar at 4K. Jorge Soler is always intriguing in a GPP. I just probably pay Teoscar tonight, but both are right there. Cole Calhoun went deep yesterday. He's 4K. He's definitely worth a gander this evening as well. And you drop below 4K, you got guys like Adam Eaton at 39. Good play, especially in a stack. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 39. We talked about him already. Josh Van Meter at 38 is outstanding. That's a great play. Uh, Victor Robles, GPP only at 38. Jason Hayward at 38 as well, GPP. If Yasmani Tomas cracks the lineup for Arizona, 3700 bucks. He's always hit lefties well. Tons and tons of power. Versus J.A. Happ, that's some very good savings with Yosemite Tomas at 3700 I can get behind that for sure. Uh, Castellanos at 37 versus Griffin Canning. He was scratched over the weekend, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, a few others down here. You can look at Paisley of Philadelphia. He's only 36 versus Beattie. He went deep the other day. Someone to keep an eye on. Jose Martinez at 36 and a GPP. Other than that, uh, check your lineups. Randall Gritchick's down to 34. Marvin Gonzalez, 34. So on and so forth. Recapping your pitching on this slate up top. Thor, Price, Odorizzi. And then you can sprinkle in your Bieber and your Verlander. But really good three right there. Thor, Price, Odorizzi. In the middle, Ronaldo Lopez, Griffin Canyon, Tyler Beatty. Down below, Smiley and Musgrove. Tons of ways to go on this slate. Again, join us in the chats to break it all down. You're going to have Coors as phenomenal plays. Kyle Freeland's a bum. So uh, the Dodgers should be very, very nice. Colorado versus... Gonsolin as well, and Urias uh, should be a very good mix and match there. But, you know, you could go to Kansas City versus Foley. I don't hate it. Toronto versus Montgomery is a very sneaky play. Lefty's 478. Righty's 395 on the year versus Montgomery. So there's some love in that matchup there in Kansas City that'll both go way overlooked because you got the Yankees, who I think is a phenomenal play tonight. I'd rather play the Yankees instead of Coors, to be honest, against Taylor Clark. Lefty's 405. Righty's 349. I really, really like that Yankees play there. Uh, the Angels are good for Verhagen. Team total of 6.3. Lefties 430. Righties 436 up for Hagen in the Detroit bullpen. So the Angels are going to be a nice late night hammer. Don't forget the Texas versus Mike Leake and um, Seattle versus Dorado. Two very, very good spots there in Texas. Hitter-friendly environment. That'll be probably forgotten about. But a lot of places to go. I think Atlanta versus Fetty is very nice. Cincy could be sneaky versus Musgrove. I think Atlanta versus Fetty. 
You got some value there in those bats. Um, the Giants versus Drew Smiley could be interesting at the same time. I like what Smiley's been doing. So lots and lots of ways to go on the slate uh, on a 14-gamer. Let's BVP it up real quick. Trey Turner, 7-for-18 with a double off of Tehran. Kendrick, 6-for-18. Rendon, 14-for-43 with three uh, doubles versus Tehran. Do, do, do Adam Jones take a J half deep twice? Jose Ramirez, 11-for-27, three doubles and two homers versus Verlander. That's a 407 average. Lindor, 10-for-29, double-triple homer. Carlos Santana's got eight homers, but hitting 240. Keep those in mind. Xander Bogart, 7-for-23, doubles and a homer off Charlie Morton. Bet, 6-for-15, two doubles. Tommy Pham, Zunino, and Avi Garcia have all taken David Price deep. Jeanette Suarez Puig have all taken Joe Musgrove deep. Josh Bell, 4-for-9, two doubles, two homers off Tanner Rourke. Danny Santana, 6-for-12, two doubles, a triple off Leak. Adrubal Cabrera, 8-for-20, three doubles, two homers. Mazzara, 8-for-19, three doubles and a homer. Rudin Odor, 7-for-22, two doubles, three homers. Mathis, 6-for-12 with a double. Chu, 10-for-30, three doubles, two homers. Pence, 18-for-45, three doubles, a triple, a homer. Andrews, 6-for-21, two doubles and a homer. The Texas Rangers, as a team with some okay sample sizes, are hitting 355 with a 420 Woba and a 256 ISO off of Mike Leake. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. That stands out quite a bit. Uh, Jose Martinez, 2 for 2 with a double and a homer off you. Darvish, he's super cheap if you need to get weird. Jason Hayward, 10 for 33, double, tri- uh, two triples and a homer off of Wainwright. Um, Chris Bryant's taking him deep. Rizzo's taking him deep. Wilson Contreras taking him deep twice. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 4 for 6, two doubles and a homer off Urias. Blackman, 4 for 6, double and a triple. Bellinger, 2 for 3 with two doubles off of Freeland. Um, Justin Turner, 12 for 23, three doubles and a triple. Pollock, 6 for 17, a triple and a homer off of Freeland. Like those two plays there. And that'll do it. Moustakis, 3 for 10 with a double off of Bassett. There's 14 games in the books. Big slate, lots and lots of options as usual. Stick to your guns. See what the lineups look like. Um, get comfortable as it's going to be another wild, wild ride. And that's what I'm here for. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll be in the FSD Slack chat all day or the Quant Edge member Discord in and out all day for both of those. Uh, so come check us out there. Uh, give us a rating review on iTunes. I'd much appreciate it. But good luck on your Tuesday 14-game slate. If you don't like the big slate, play the smaller ones. But enjoy it. Get it done. This was MLB DFS Cook It's your Tuesday, July 30th edition. I'm out.